Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we're coming to you with a very special episode. Um, it We're going to be talking to you about so many different things. We have uh, the Challenge Australia that we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking Bachelor. We're going to be talking Perfect Match, uh, the Challenge um, Reunion. We're, I mean... We're gonna. T- We've been watching a lot, and yet there's still so much to watch. It's crazy. So we're just gonna go ahead and get started here with The Bachelor. Um, we have two episodes to talk about, but one of them was like very. Well, it's something to talk about, but it it the first one like we start with Gabby, right? And she has her princess date, and. I've been waiting for the princess dates. I love the princess date. It's like one of my favorite dates that they have on The Bachelor. It's just so much fun to see them get all dressed up. They get to go shopping. So um, there's like a butler that comes and they get to go to her perfumery and they get to make their own perfume. They call their perfume Zabby. And um, Gabby says that it's their first child, which I thought was hilarious um they have um the the butler that's like helping them um is naming all the different royal people that he's worked for like he's worked for like the queen um and then he made them the the cocktails that the queen um liked and they got to try on just like clothes and hats and tiaras and she got to keep all the stuff and they got to play with the royal corgis which is crazy I can't believe that they actually got to play with the royal corgis when they were there and it was just like such a fun date for Gabby I'm really liking Gabby a lot and so I just I love this for her so much um no matter what even if this episode would have been normal I feel like it would have been the highlight of the episode but then things got super weird and the rest of the episode um well we find out zach has covid so the rest of the episode is basically on zoom so there's no um group date there's no second one-on-one i'm surprised gabby didn't get covid yeah i'm surprised too i'm surprised there's only Okay, so you saw like this up this week's episode, right? So one of the girls get, did get COVID, but it wasn't Gabby. I know, but not the one he went on the one on one with. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny, but um, I'm really surprised that they like did like. I mean, she was even Gabby was at the rose ceremony. I'm surprised that they like didn't make her quarantine more. But I mean, she didn't get it, I guess. So did they do the rose ceremony over Zoom? Mm-hmm. no jesus okay yeah, so they did so um they did the cocktail party and they did the rose ceremony both over zoom how awkward yeah it was crazy so all that was was canceled and or like because he had covid I and mean, it's crazy so um Katie goes to his room and she like tries to talk to him through the door and she like get like gives him like a gift basket or whatever so she's like trying to go the extra mile um and then 
charity she was supposed to have the one-on-one date and so he ends up giving her um a present so basically like when she sat down to talk to him there's just like a present next to her and he had her open it when they had their like zoom time or whatever and it was a statue of big ben and he just wanted to like let her know that um he was so sorry that they missed their one-on-one date and stuff so it was it was cute and then the facetime call with greer was so awkward it was so weird like you can tell that zach is like over her at this point because otherwise i don't think he would have reacted this way because basically she's like i'm so sorry that you have covid you know and then she like tells him that um her the like last quarter of the year at work she had covid and so she like missed out on um a lot of different um like work things and bonuses and like end of the year stuff and so she was like trying to relate to him and like tell him that like I know this really sucks but like it gets better basically and he was like I don't really think that you comparing work is comparable to me finding my wife my wife is more important than your work and it becomes this like huge weird awkward thing and that doesn't surprise me after what what happened Monday night. Wait, okay. So what do you mean by that? With him and Jess. Oh, yeah. So one thing that I'm actually really liking about Jess or not Jess, Zach though, is that he is like very like decisive. Like I actually am liking him as a bachelor, which I didn't think I mean we didn't know much about him you know yeah not at all I think he's doing a good job I think like he's like really doing what's best for him to find love which is not what you always see on The Bachelor you know I think he like actually really wants to find it which Mm -hmm. last season didn't he tell Rachel he wasn't ready and I think he just meant like I'm not ready for you yeah I don't know I can't remember if the words I'm not ready or maybe it was like I didn't have enough time or like something like that because the season was so weird since there were like two leads you know yeah so I'm not really sure like and I think a lot that's a lot of the reason why a lot of those guys were in that place then is because there were two bachelorettes in the first half they were like trying to figure out which bachelorette they were even going to date yeah I hope they don't do that again yeah that was such a terrible idea there's no way they're finding love But so last episode, Kylie and Mercedes, they are the ones that are eliminated. The only person that was safe with a rose at the rose ceremony was Gabby. And poor Kylie and Mercedes had to say their goodbyes over Zoom. Maybe it made it better for them. I don't know. Right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Okay, so... I don't know if we should wait for Michelle for this, if she's watched or not, but I have a best dressed and an MVP and an LVP for this episode. Should I give it now or should I wait? Michelle will be joining us here in a little bit. She just is um, putting her son to bed now. I would go ahead. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, go ahead and do it because. Okay. I don't know when she'll be, when she'll be on. I, as of last night, she had not watched Mondays. I don't know about last week. Okay. 
All right. So my best dress was Gabby's princess dress that she had on her princess. Of course. Yes, of course. She definitely deserved it for that one. And then Gabby was my MVP because she killed that one on one day. And I'm just, I just really like her a lot. I like her too. And then my LVP was Greer because of how terrible her FaceTime call with Zach went. (laughs) And poor Greer too. Like she has this like terrible FaceTime call with Zach. And then the next episode she gets COVID and she's not even in it. Yeah, was she... Was she there at the rose ceremony? No. Like via Zoom? I don't think so. I think. I wonder they... why he didn't cut her then. I don't know. I bet that they just like let her have the rose because yeah. she had COVID and they felt bad or something. I don't know. Or like the storyline of like if she could come back because they said that she was asymptomatic. She just tested positive. Hmm. We'll see. So Charity finally gets her one-on-one date with Zach. And I think that that was definitely the right call. I was wondering if he was going to still give it to her or not since she was supposed to have it last week. Like, would they just move on or are they going to have their one-on-one date? And they had their one-on-one date. But before I'm so glad they did. Yes, me too. I love Charity. I love her. Who are your favorites right now? Um, my top three are Charity, Gabby, and Ariel. Okay. I really like Charity, Gabby, and Katie. I like Katie too, but I really... I was really impressed by Ariel's one-on-one date this episode. I thought that, like, if you think about the fact that, like, they barely talked about night one and they didn't really start forming a connection until, like, a little bit on two, mainly on three, you know, like, they, like, episode three is when we really started seeing them start to connect. She's gotten a one-on-one date, so or a uh, group rose date. Wow, I can't talk. She has gotten a group rose and she has had a one-on-one date. So he clearly likes her a lot. And I really liked her vibe on 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 this like one-on-one date that she had and how um they were just like totally down in like the nude sauna or whatever. And it wasn't like okay, one thing that I loved about her is that she didn't change herself just to like be on the date. Like I feel like there are girls like Tia and um definitely Corinne but and not even girls that are even that like um less conservative but the fact that this was a, a this was a nude sauna and she didn't even wear a bikini she wore a one piece I was like okay I know. she is like keeping true to herself here and I loved it yeah they were cute I really liked her And I really like Charity's one-on-one date, too. You know, they had the carriage ride, and they had the wife-carrying competition. They just went to all the little shops around town. And I just, I loved their one-on-one date, too. I just, you know, honestly, for my MVP, I really had a hard time choosing between Charity and Ariel because I just really enjoyed both of their one-on-one dates so much. But um, I liked Ariel's 
attitude about the nudist sauna and just like her like really like taking it on the chin so much that I ended up giving my MVP to Ariel because of that. I'm giving mine a charity. Okay. But she just opened up so much with him about her past toxic yeah. relationship and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think she's stunning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's by far one of the most gorgeous girls there for sure. Uh, and she just seems so sweet, like, and, and, I felt, and non-confrontational. Yeah, so non-confrontational. So what did you think about the confrontation? I do not like Kat. Yeah? She seems a, yeah, she seems like a little self-righteous to me. I and, can playing, and playing victim. Oh, totally playing victim. I mean, I don't know how many times she said, I haven't done anything to anyone here. And I've been so nice. Now, I'm not a huge fan of Brooklyn either. Yeah. The one who was like attacking her. So I'm not really a big fan of either of them. But you had to pick one. Which one would you pick? Brooklyn. Yeah, same. Same. I kind of like how like feisty she is, though, and how she like she's friends with Charity and she knows that Charity is so non-confrontational that she was saying that for her yeah because she know because she knew she was like no like I know Charity's not gonna do it and I'm not gonna let her walk all over you and I'm like yes girl I don't know the girls left seem to all be really close yeah which I love I love it when the girls like actually become friends and even like when Gabby and Ariel at one point they were talking and they're like oh should we go like talk to Kat and Gabby was like, honestly, I don't think that would be good for us. And I just like love that like self-awareness too of the situation. Because normally on The Bachelor, that's just not what we see. No, yeah. Yeah. I feel like these women have their like heads on their shoulders. Most of them. The ones that left. Okay, so do you want to talk about what happened on the group date? Yeah, so on the group date... I thought that there would be more like Cat Brooklyn like drama and I'm glad that Zach at least like picked up on the vibe that there was something even though he didn't know what it was. He was wrong about what he, what it was, but he doesn't know what's going on, so that's fair. And I really thought Cat was going to tell him at the I thought she was going to complain to him. Yeah. I was kind of shocked that she didn't. I agree. But they go to this like witch place and or they go to a witch and basically like they she's trying to help them find love and they have this candle and if they have to look each other in the eyes and if the flame goes out then like that means that they're not a match basically and so the only person that the flame went out for was jess and she was like freaking out because she has had a one-on-one date and so she goes and she talks to him and at first it seems like he really is like wanting her to stay but then the fact that she's like not changing her stance or hearing him at all he was like okay like we're getting nowhere and he just sends her home and I love that about Zach I do man I thought it was harsh it was harsh (laughs) it is harsh but at the same time he's like really looking for his person and you can tell like as soon as he knows that like this isn't my person or like a no like this is off he he's just like done with it and maybe he does it too soon I don't know but I think that the the connections that he has left are just so strong that it just doesn't really matter 
Uh, agree. And I think if it was, if he had had that same conversation with someone else besides Jess, as like, if it was Gabby or Kat, I mean, not Kat, um, Katie, I feel like he really likes Katie, um, Gabby or Katie. And they were complaining about not having a one-on-one yet. Um, I think he would have handled it differently. I think he, he was saying like everything was good with him and Jess, but I don't think he really felt it. Yeah, I agree. I think he could have given it longer, but I don't think he was going to send her home that day. Like even at the rose ceremony. I don't think Jess was going home that day. I think she was making it to next week, but she dug her own grave and she went home. She should have just like believed him when he was like, I understand what you're saying, but like your time will come basically. Like she probably would have gotten into one-on-one date next week. If she would have. Yeah, she had already unraveled though. Yeah, if she would have been like, okay, I trust you, she would have gotten a one-on-one date next week. But she just was sobbing. So he sent her home. And then at the cocktail party, when Charity and Kat are talking later on, it's just like, I don't know. I just, it's back to this like Charity Cat thing again. And I'm just like, I feel so bad for Charity. Like she's even crying afterwards. I I know this is going to come to a head. I mean, it has to. This is getting brought up next week for sure. Yeah, they wouldn't have done all that if it wasn't, you know, something wasn't going to come come out of it. One good thing about the about this though is that Cat knew she was in trouble and she brought it with that dress. I thought that was just is a black sparkly dress. It was like a very low back. Um, and it just had like one like thin strap over over the top in the back. It had like long sleeves. I think it was a three-quarter sleeve. And she just like really killed that dress. And I think that part of the reason why she probably wore it is because she was like trying to make that impression of like, gotta look my best, you know? And she yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, she did look stunning. Um Actually, I I really have enjoyed most of the looks. You know what look I don't like? And a couple of them, I don't even remember who, were wearing it at the cocktail party. I don't like the cutout dresses. What do you mean? Like where there's the top and then there's like a part of the stomach that's like cut out. Like Ooh. almost like a triangle or... I don't know. I just don't like that look. And not because they're showing skin or anything like that. I just... I don't like, and I know it's really in because when we did um, F Boy Island, that was a really popular mm-hmm. um, attire, like whether it was a jumpsuit or a dress. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot, they wore them a lot, but. You know anyway. what I wasn't really feeling? And I, I was like going back and forth. I was like, do I like this? Do I not like this? There were two different girls at the cocktail party, Gabby and one other girl. I can't remember who, but they had um, like a suit jacket as part of their outfit, like over Yes, the- definitely Gabby. Cause Zach even pointed it out. She had a green one. And then there was somebody that was wearing a black one and I can't think of who it was, but I was kind of like, Oh, like that's interesting. Was it Ariel? No, it wasn't Ariel. It wasn't Katie. Cause I loved her dress. 
Uh, is Katie your best dress this episode? It was between Katie and Charity because I really liked her green outfit she wore on the one-on-one. But both of Katie's dresses for the group date, like after, you know, the, whatever, the after the day date, the night date mm-hmm. was beautiful. And then I loved her. So I guess, yeah, Katie, because two of her outfits really stood out for me. Okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I guess I forgot to say that at the rose ceremony, Ariel and Charity were safe with roses, and Allie is the only person that got eliminated at the rose ceremony since Jess already left. We lost two people this episode. And then my LVP was Jess. Me too. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't. Excuse me. I felt bad for Jess. My LVP was Kat. Okay. That's fair. That's totally fair. I didn't like what she did to Charity, and I did not like the victim playing. Yeah. Michelle, did you watch last week's episode of The Bachelor that had the um, the Zoom? Yes, I, I finally caught up. Hi, guys. I'm sorry to join late. Um, yes, I caught up on both Bachelors. Oh, okay. Give your MVP and your LVP and your best dress for both episodes. I wrote it down. I got to go find it. Okay. For the for episode five, this is the one where Gabby had her princess mm-hmm. slash woman date that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my MVP was Gabby. Okay. My LVP was Greer. Okay, that's the same thing I said. So the same as Christina. Really? I can't stand Greer. I didn't like her from episode one, and I still can't stand her. Sorry. Uh- <laughs> that's okay. And my my best dressed, I don't know, I didn't really like any of the dresses, but I thought Charity looked super cute in her plaid jacket. So that's what I, I said for best dress. That's fair. I gave it to Gabby's princess dress. Oh, uh, you know, that's probably the right move. That that was beautiful. She looked great. Do you want to do Gabby or Charity? No, you can. I'll keep a Charity to be different. Okay, sounds good. And then how about for episode six? uh mvp and i i think i heard it was like i came in late so i didn't hear everything but i think i heard abby say she doesn't like this person but i gave my mvp to brooklyn because i kind of liked how she laid the smackdown on cat yeah and then i gave cat my lvp i just thought like if she was gonna do that move of pulling him aside she needed to not play the victim at the later like she sort of like went full villain she didn't need to play the victim Oh, yeah, she, yeah, zero self-awareness. Michelle, how long have you been here? Oh, like five or five minutes or so. Not that long. Oh. I just, I just caught the end of you guys talking. I didn't want to jump in because you guys were on a roll. I noticed that you were on the, um, the notes for the episode. That's how I knew you were on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I opened it up to see where you guys were at. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so what about your best dress for this episode? Uh, I had I put Brooklyn's black dress at the end. Okay. I liked her dress too. I don't even know what it was about it. It was kind of, I don't know. I just, I, I think it just worked for her maybe is why I liked it so much. Yeah, I can see that. Um, we have not talked about the challenge reunion yet. Um, we were kind of waiting for you for that. Is there anything that you want to talk about with that 
you know, the reunion is just like, I feel like we've already heard or talked about a lot of this stuff because people have done their podcast rounds, but there was some interesting things. I mean, um, what, what were your thoughts on the, the challenge reunion? Oh, I have to be honest with you. I didn't watch part two yet because that was on last night and Survivor was on. There was like all these things on last night. And then I was trying to catch up on The Bachelor. So part two went to the side for me. So I didn't watch that. I'm kind of excited to watch part two because I saw a few clips on Twitter that I thought were hilarious, like Turbo, like dragging everyone. Video is so funny. I don't know if you saw the whole video or not. No, I just saw a clip. Okay, it is hilarious it's so funny like even like Tori is like you know what like that's the funniest thing I've ever seen like I don't know at one point he says to Tori he's like he's like Tori congratulations you have made two pussy chickens champions or something like that I was like oh damn turbo that's hilarious. but the whole thing was so funny and he like it's like I don't know. It's very produced for sure. I mean, he like wrote out the script about everyone. And then when he gets to Fessy, he's like, he's like, and Fessy, eh, you're not important enough. and just goes on. Oh, I love that. Cause that's, oh, that's so funny. I thought it was, and I thought he has great comedic timing. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I know, I don't like, I know some of his behavior and the things he said were questionable, but I still think he's like very funny. <laughs> Yeah, and then he says something like, like, I don't know, like, okay, now it's time for me to go. I have to take out the trash. And then, the, like, the last screen is, like, a, a uh, like a garbage truck with, like, three trash bags. And it has, like, Devin, Bananas, and Jordan's face on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm going to watch this eventually, it's part two. It, it, th that seemed funny to me. And then I, then I saw a clip of Horacio and Laurel. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to watch that because I like them. And then I saw a clip where Amber announced that she was diagnosed with autism. And that like totally blew my mind. So I'm like, what happened on this um, reunion? I need to watch this part. Yeah, I, I think that some of the, the fan questions, I really like that they did that during the reunion. Um, this time it like kind of made people answer some questions I think that they wouldn't have otherwise. Um Like, I like Fessy, he was asked, like, ride or die, hook up or eliminate Laurel, Colleen, or Michelle. And it's just, like, funny stuff, you know? Like, he'd eliminate Colleen because she wasn't at the reunion, and he would hook up with Laurel or Michelle, so it doesn't matter or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, that was funny. And I just, there, it was just, I, I don't always enjoy reunions, but I really, I really liked this one more so than I normally do. I think, I didn't think I was going to like it because at Challenge Mania Miami, Tori had said that they had told them not to like fight as much, but I kind of liked, like, I think that there was enough drama still. Yeah. I, I kind of liked that they weren't just screaming at each other the whole time. Yeah. So... The one thing that we really need to talk about then is the challenge Australia. Oh, yay. How far along are you on it, Abby? I think she's three episodes. Yeah, I got through three episodes. Do you like it so far? 
I love it. So I have yeah. to know it, your favorite. Okay. Um, okay. So in the first three, oh my goodness. I don't know. Kiki really impressed me. Yeah. In the third episode. Yes. Yeah. Is she Bachelor? Is she from The Bachelor? Yeah. Kiki. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I like her. I like, I kind of like the little um, foursome of Jessica, Grant, Ryan, and the dumb one. What's his name? The one that couldn't do math, Tommy, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> is that his name? I'm pretty sure. Is he from Survivor? I think it was Johnny from Survivor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, that's okay though. What? How he couldn't do math? No, I can't remember him. This is, I feel, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say without ruining it for you, Abby, but it's, I barely remember him either, if that tells you anything. Sorry. <laughs> oh, so he's leaving episode four. I don't, I couldn't tell you, Abby. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> well, even if he stays well, he's clearly super boring. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that you like him, Abby. I just like their alliance. Yeah. I, I, like the, I like most of those people, too. I'm with you. But Jessica's gone, too, so. I really liked Jessica. She was one of my favorites. Like, I was surprised that, first of all, there was, like, multiple people from from The Bachelor Australia that had neck tattoos and just, like, sleeves and that would never happen on the bachelor us no and i just i loved it i just i don't know i loved it and because well, even kieran or whatever how do you say his name kieran yeah they had edgier people yeah and i love that they had a non-binary host that was cool i just i really if you haven't watched the Challenge Australia, go on Paranormal Mount Plus right now and watch it because it's it is way better than season thirty eight and the nonsense that happened there. Just chaos, like right away. I'm just yeah, it was great. I just I really I don't know and like even going into it and knowing that like Kiki was on the poster for the inter international, like the, the global challenge. So like, obviously she had to have done well. And I just, I don't know. There's just so much about it that I loved. I loved um, that the format, like last place goes into elimination. I like that. Um, there, I don't know. Like I loved that, that, both people who cheated on their significant others like addressed it and uh, apologized for it and owned it and didn't just try to like slide right by and I like that too Christina I was surprised by that who else cheats besides Kieran and what what was her name Aubrey or Audrey Audrey yeah that's, that's it oh I think 
that's it but it's like a storyline so it, it comes up again after the first time it, after, after it happens oh, okay. she like finds out later on and on their like voice call or whatever video call he um she like asks him about it she's like I got this random message from a fake account saying that you cheated on me while you're filming and he's like I wanted to be the one to tell you it was something that literally happened for like two minutes and both of us were like what what are we doing like I love you I want to be with you let me prove it to you and part of me I mean more power to him because I think he just like showed what a lot of reality stars wouldn't do and um but I'm also sad because I feel like that's the reason why I turned down global oh he turned it down I didn't know that that's what I I read yeah who from Australia is on global again Kiki Emily Grant and Troy Troy's so far has been pretty boring yeah he's not the um he's definitely not the most dramatic (coughs) character he doesn't have the best confessionals but he's like one of those people who is like one of the best at the challenges so you know what i've liked in the first three episodes is seeing some of these um dailies again yeah, I really like that too. That they in the eliminations, they reuse the eliminations in the dailies from season thirty-eight and the Challenge USA. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they kind there's some of them that they kind of tweaked a little bit. Like they tried it once and like okay, this was what was wrong, and so they did it this way the second time. And yeah, I don't know. I I really I really liked that too. I thought it was nice because, like, we didn't know who the cast was, and that was something that became familiar. Like, okay, you knew what the challenge was. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um. Okay, so I know you're not here yet, Abby, so I'm so sorry to spoil this for you. No, go for it. It's fine. We need to talk about how rigged... <laughs> This 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 show got at one point. Paired up Marley and Emily. That's when it got rigged. No, that's not when it got rigged. It got rigged a couple episodes before that. Yeah, it did. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was so hysterical. I'm like, right on. That's what we needed. (laughs) Okay, so there was an elimination, a full elimination. No one was disqualified. No one was injured. Nothing bad happened. But the person who got eliminated, they didn't want to get go home. So at the end of it, they just had the host come out and say, guess what? No one's going home tonight. <laughs> it was like when they do the non-elimination rig, uh, lag on Amazing Race. <laughs> So they literally lost and refused to go home? No, they didn't refuse. Production refused. (laughs) Who what? Just tell me who it was. Ryan. Who was he partnered with? Sugar? Uh, Yeah, Sugar. So they wanted Ryan to stay that bad? Production did. He was getting 
nuts. He was Here's gay. My thing. Okay, me and Michelle totally disagree on this. I I, I already know from her tweets, but oh, no. but um okay. So we have the Batchy Alliance, and the Batchy Alliance is edited to be this like the the power team i guess and then like emily the olympian and ryan are ed are are edited to be the underdogs and i just <laughs> do not buy it at all because they're not the underdogs the batchies are the underdogs the only reason why the batchies aren't the underdogs is because they have the numbers <laughs> That is literally the only reason. And if they didn't band together and they didn't form their alliance, then they would have been picked off one by one in the very beginning. So what they did was what was absolutely best for their game. But I'm sorry, you will never convince me that Emily and Ryan are the underdogs of this season. I don't care how it's edited. They're not. Okay, so remind me and our listeners, who are the the Batchies? Kiki, Kieran. Yeah, Kiki, Kieran, Megan, um, podcast girl. Still don't know her name. Brittany, Brittany. Brittany. Okay, Brittany. and um, Jessica was Jessica Connor. Connor and and Brittany aren't batchies though. They were just like outliers that happened to get into the batchy alliance. Is Connor Master Chef? Yeah, Connor's Master Chef. There's one more guy. Who's the other guy? There's another guy. Not Grant. Nope. Yeah. Um, he was so boring. He hooked up with Megan. They were just so boring. I don't I don't know his name. I can't remember his name. No, he was a non-factor. Boring. But Megan's barely been in the first three episodes. She comes she comes out and like isn't she just like becomes a main character at some point. But I felt the same way as you. I'm like, who is this? Like it was very the editing was a little weird because there's people I'm like, I never saw this person before. And then suddenly they're the main character. I don't know. And Michelle's in the very beginning, like, oh, we have people from Master Chef. And turns out Mr. Connor makes it to the final. It's very true. He proved me completely wrong. I was dead wrong on him. But I I I know I, I tweeted this too, but he had a very um Anisa performance in the final too. So yeah. where is Ryan from? I think he was married yeah. at first sight. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, for sight. But wait, we didn't talk about Cyclone Cyrell. I loved her too. Okay. What do you have to say about her, Cyrell? Yeah. She kind of remind, reminds me of a less problematic Camilla. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Because she was pretty tough and pretty good at stuff. Yeah. But small and absolutely out of her mind. So I, I I don't know. I enjoyed her. I I enjoyed her a lot too. And then I think like the big other thing um is the way that some of these people were performing. Like Kiki towards the end really impressed me a lot. I didn't know that she could do some of the stuff that she could that she did, you know, like she had some elimination wins. Troy, he might have been boring, but he won dailies, and I mean, I feel like the thing about Troy is I hope that 
because he's from like what American or Ninja Warrior, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't Ninja. be American Ninja Warrior. It'd be Australian Ninja Warrior. Weird. That's what I didn't know. I'm like, do they have Ninja Warrior in Australia too? That's what I was confused about. They must. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. I don't know. But yeah, so he was on Ninja Warrior. And I feel like on that show, you don't have to have a personality. You just compete. So I'm hoping that since he's on Global, we'll get to see more of him. Like maybe he's like more used to the camera type of thing. Because Troy, yeah. was, Troy was the person who like athletically impressed me the most. I mean, that elimination that he had, that was like comparable to the Derek Joss elimination and how beat up he was afterwards I mean imagine like Abby imagine you haven't watched this yet imagine the Derek Joss elimination Derek wins that elimination and then immediately after gets not even five minutes probably like an hour until he starts the final yikes Goes on and wins the thing. Isn't that insane? Yeah, but I mean, must be a badass. That I mean, it was the craziest performance I think I've ever seen. I was, I'm, he's boring. I hope we see more of his personality in, in global because I was very impressed with his his skill set. Was there a guy winner and a girl winner or just one winner? There was a guy winner and a girl winner like USA. Okay. Another thing that I loved about the final, probably my favorite part of the final, is they're they're like on the bikes and Kiki is like, like my G-string keeps riding up. And she like literally asks production for scissors and she cuts her thong off and takes it off <laughs> while riding the bike doesn't miss a beat i freaking loved it it was my favorite she was really funny she was really funny um also did like a like a montage of her of like sweating and like whatever on the bike and i just like don't understand why we got like a sexy montage on the bikes for both season 38 and I don't know. <laughs> Australia like why are we sexualizing biking it's weird yeah um you reminded me when you were talking about what's his name ninja warrior Troy right Troy. yeah reminded me um should we do our comparisons of everyone because Troy to me was like <laughs> um we said Cyrell could be non-problematic Camilla Mm-hmm. I thought Kieran was like Kyle, a hundred percent. Oh, one thousand. I thought Brooke J looks wise to me looked exactly like Teresa, and then kind of personality wise and athleticism wise too. I can see that one. There's only one that I disagree with you on. I think Kiki reminds me of Ashley. Okay. I thought Emily had the attitude of Laurel. And Jordan ha and Ryan had the attitude of Jordan where they were just fighting with everyone and didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so I think that I think that's all all the ones I have. Who who else is there? Grant, I have no comparison for Grant. You Anissa to Connor. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, the one that I didn't agree with is Ryan DeJordan. He's not as good. He athletically, he's he'll never he'll never live up to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was the only one that I didn't agree with. But the rest of them, I thought you were, like, pretty spot on. I think that you're just, like, clouded by your love for Ryan for whatever reason. <laughs> Listen, I don't think he was that good. I just thought his personality, cra- I don't know, it cracked me up. I don't know why. When does he come out? Because I haven't seen much of him in the first three episodes. I don't. I mean, it might be soon. I, there comes a point where I feel like he just becomes completely unhinged, and that's when I became a fan. I don't. I don't. I don't remember him from the first three episodes either. Yeah, I was surprised when you texted us that how much you liked him because I'm like, I don't even know if I if they lined him up if I could pick out who he was. Yeah, that's how, that's how every week. That's how I felt. I'm like, because at, at one point, like. Brittany came on the screen and I'm like who the hell is this she's been here the whole time like her and Megan I didn't realize were there till about halfway through and then some of the guys too like there's the other batchy guy I still barely like I, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup I don't think so it was kind of weird how they edited some people to have like very little screen time and then at the end they're suddenly big characters yeah yeah I I agree with that too yeah, the editing for this was weird. I never really realized it until we're all like talking about it now. But I, you know what I liked about it? they gave the people who were eliminated early a lot of screen time, so we actually got to know them. Like we got to know Audrey, right? Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Jack. Um, I guess like my final thoughts on Australia is that I really liked in the final that it was realistic um, and they like gave us the times for everything. So between the guys like first and second place, there was like a 20 minute difference. And between the girls like first and second place, there was like a nine minute difference. And I like really appreciated that. First of all, we saw timestamps the whole time. Second of all, there was like a realistic um, time frame of like, how uh, of when they finished and there wasn't like two seconds separated the two finalists you know yeah Yeah. so I appreciated that a lot too um it made me the watching this final it kind of made me want them to start doing like individual finals again I like the partnering and repartnering and it just not that it's unfair because it's just the luck of the draw, but I, I'm just like, I would rather see how people do on their own without the partners. Like vendettas. Yeah. Did yeah. they do the same thing in Australia that they did for USA? Different partners for each leg? Uh, Yeah, but there were less people. Right, Christine? Am I wrong? Um... Yeah, but they also had individual portions too. Like in the beginning, yeah, okay, they were like biking. Like that was individual, wasn't it? I yeah, I don't remember. Maybe they were doing it as a team. I think it was individual though. But I they they time stamped everything, so that was that was the big win for me. And it was oh. only, they like did most of the um, season thirty eight final in like twenty five hours instead of a hundred hours. 
So I don't know. I appreciate oh, that. I, on Australia, the final, they did most of the things they did on yeah. 38 within yeah. 25 hours instead of taking 100 hours. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. And it was much more enjoyable to watch. And it was all in one episode, right? It, we were not shrinking it across the three-episode grand finale. No, that's all we needed was the one episode. Totally agree. It, it, it was great. The show left me wanting more. That's what I need. Yeah. I mean, I could have used a little more. Like, 10 episodes, I feel like, is a little less than me for me. Like, little for me. But I think that um, the 20 episodes that we got on Ride or Dies was way too much. There has to be like some kind of medium, like maybe 12 or something, maybe even 15 I'd be okay with, but 20, 20 was episodes is ridiculous. It's way too many. I'm sorry, but. No, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that's literally like months. That's like three months. <laughs> so I forget. I saw something on, I'm laughing because I saw something on Twitter about this where someone was like, this show started like before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> literally literally and they were an hour and a half episodes do we know we how many um episodes the global is gonna be is it gonna be 10 or is it gonna be more because i know it filmed longer than all stars i don't, i actually <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea but i hope it's in between i think my actually my favorite elimination on the show was when you saw Abby with Audrey and Jack when they with the um, faces and they had to throw the ball through the faces. I no, was, that was not Audrey and Jack. Um, since I just watched it, was it um, Emily. Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, Audrey and Jack and Emily and Ryan. I thought that was so good. I'm sorry. You're right. Um, I just had Emily and Ryan winning. I freaking loved that elimination it was so good yeah i agree man this was such a good season guys and also like to our listeners if you haven't checked out michelle's thread on twitter oh god <laughs> it, it was the best it was so funny i loved all every i would like literally like every time i would see that you were watching i'd be like oh, okay gotta watch Michelle's tweets right now. <laughs> you got, you are ahead of me. I think you finished it before I did. Um, uh-huh. But it's not often I get inspired by a show, but this show inspired me. I've not felt inspired by the regular challenge in years. This is this one inspired me. I thought it was so funny and so good. Yeah, I I agree. Have you watched the Challenge UK? I watched like one episode and then I haven't watched anymore. I heard it was boring. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. But the but, one thing that, the one thing that like intrigues me about it, which is really weird, is apparently the the queen when the queen dies, everyone freaks out and goes home. Like what? I kind of want to see that. I don't know if they actually go home or if they just threaten to. I thought they just threatened to. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched it. But I, I kind of want to see, I, I guess, I, like, maybe that's sick of me, but it's like, I kind of want to see that fallout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I listened to Kaylee. Dark, Michelle. I am. <laughs> I listened to Kaylee Morris on the Most Likely To pod and she and um, Paige brings that up and she's like, yeah, so I heard that a bunch of people like quit or threatened to quit or whatever on the Challenge UK. 
and um Kaylee was like very much like why would they do that they're in a competition show and like very against it so I appreciated that about her too just you know her little comments about I don't know just like being a reality star and being there you know I mean when 9-11 happened nobody left the big brother house right they couldn't even talk to their families mm-hmm yeah. yeah, you're right. And Monica's cousin died. Yes, and at the time was missing, and she knew her cousin was missing when she was in the house. And yet, and unfortunately, it turned out that she did die. Do you know that Monica works at Radio City Music Hall? Um, she's like an usher, and I went there one time to see what did I see? Some concert. I can't remember what concert I was seeing. And I went up to Monica and I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> I, I love it. A selfie. I love her. <laughs> That's, funny. That's cool. So random, right? Yeah. I loved her though, Abby. <laughs> Abby, how far are you on Perfect Match? Um, Midway through seven or... um. Midway through eight now, because my my client canceled, so I was able to watch a little bit more. But I read your notes, so I know what happens on eight. Gotcha. Okay. So, Michelle, when did you stop watching? <laughs> no, I, I, I watched everything except for the latest batch of four episodes. So oh, literally? Okay. Okay. And I may, I may watch them, but I don't know why. When Abby started talking about it, I'm like, I don't even like this show. Why why did I watch eight episodes of this? I don't know. It hit me, Abby, when I like started it. talking about it. Why don't you like it? It's like dating shows. Somebody I just, just doesn't like temptation. I mean, Bachelor in Paradise or The Bachelor. It's just like this whole premise of the show is stupid. Yeah. Oh, let's find our perfect match and then we're gonna all vote at, at the end and we're going to recouple and put this person with this. It's just like stupid. I don't know. And then there's certain things like, I don't know. It, it's just really stupid. And then there's, there's certain things like with race. I'm not enjoying like, why is Aunt Sophie and Colleen getting fucked over that? That didn't like sit right with me. Um, and then Aunt we're Sophie bringing who? What? Aunt Sophie and who? Colony. Did you get to her yet? Yes. She is so beautiful. The t selling Tampa, right? Yeah, I think but, Colony was. I don't think she wanted anybody. I I mean I think Anne Sophie like definitely kind of got screwed over, but I think that Colony was like too good for the show. Like I don't think that she like there was not one guy there that's good enough for her. I totally agree, and I agree with that. I'm glad she didn't get with anyone. She's like, I don't want a little boy. She needs a man and she needs like a self-sufficient man. Whatever. She just showed up for her little paycheck and I'm good with that. And now I want to watch her on Selling Tampa. Now, it's okay. too bad they canceled that show. There's only one season, I think. It was good. Oh, but... that's sad. Yeah. Okay, so we start our 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 batch of four episodes. Um with Francesca surprising Damien. Dom is completely heartbroken. And they talk like 
Francesca and Damien talk about after the altar and how everything went down with Gigi and they end up kissing. And so she ends up going with him instead of Dom. And I think it's a good move for Dom, but a terrible move for Francesca. Okay. So I have a couple things on this. I don't want to like stop at every, everything and talk about it, but since I'm loving it, sorry, Michelle, I know you don't want to talk about it that much, but um, <laughs> one Francesca, the first episode or two, I thought she was one of the prettiest girls I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. By episode eight, I do not think she's cute at all because <laughs> I dislike her that much. And I think she's that awful of a person. It's crazy how personality can really. Yeah. So anyways, go and Damien's not nice to look at either. But <laughs> I was just so mad. I love Dom so much. I know. But Dom I am, but in the end, I'm glad because at first I thought they were cute. And then when she did that and then a few episodes down the road, I'm like, oh, good. He dodged a bullet. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And him and Georgia are so cute. I love him and Georgia a lot. And I'm so glad Georgia decided to cha- to save him and not Chase. When Chase gave her that rock, I was like, what are you doing? doing oh chase just gives me the creeps yeah i can't stand chase he's like one of my least favorite people on the show he is my least favorite person on this show. all the guys any of the guys except for dom i don't think i don't know i don't think so either michelle i was trying to think when we were texting earlier and i was like i actually really like most of the girls but i do not like the guys of course i love dom <laughs> love dom um, and I'm okay with Nick. I think Nick kind of got a little too um, big for his britches, but I don't think he's ever been in a situation before where like multiple girls like him. So I can see how that was like overwhelming and maybe he didn't handle it the best way. But overall, I like I like Nick. I did like him too. I was hoping that maybe in an episode he he comes back and gets a chance. I hope Shane fucking stays away forever that's the biggest baby i've ever seen do not like him <laughs> tell me more about your problems with shane oh uh, well he has crazy eyes he has the craziest eyes and the hair to match it and then what he did to in- inez mm-hmm. him him and nick they were both kind of but just like passing her off to nick I don't yeah. know. I just, I, I liked him the first couple episodes, but I, yeah. No. Just, I just didn't think he was treating the women well. Yeah, I agree. And then this is also the episode, though, that we have um, Joey and Carousel. They, they win the challenge. They become the, um, the compatible couple or whatever they're calling it that goes to the boardroom. They have their little date, and this is when Joey asks her to officially be his girlfriend. I don't know. He's kind of grown on me. I didn't like him in the first episode or two. But I don't know. I, I think he's kind of cute, but I still think he's going to screw her over. Really? I feel the opposite. I feel like it's her that's going to screw him. How? She seems to be, like, obsessed with him. Well, he has been for a while. He seems to be obsessed with her. She's the one that went on another date in the first couple episodes. 
Yeah, well, she was pissed that he said he still had feelings for an ex. He had already screwed her over in the past. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. They, they did like, trust him. I probably would have gone on another date, too, because it was, I mean, what, episode two? That's true. That's true. It was really early on. I'm giving her the bit of the bit of the doubt. I actually like her. I don't like that she's best friends with Francesca because they've been kind of like mean girls. Mean girls. So that like the way they talk about the other girls. And I think she's just like that because she's with her. I don't think she would be like that if Francesca wasn't there. Well, what's weird is that she's such a main character on this. And I feel like she was kind of like I don't remember her on Are You the One? I know who her perfect match is. Like, I remember her enough to, like, I know who she was. I recognize the name. But she was not, she was not Amber M. She was not. Okay, but I thought this was just Netflix people. She came from Are You the One? She was on Are You the One? And then she was on Netflix's free show. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah, where she dressed like an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was on Are You the One first. Okay. So, yeah, this isn't her first, this isn't her first perfect match, okay? <laughs> Literally. Been there, done that. Yeah, her perfect match was Max. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. So, they choose to have... Dom go on a date with Colony and they have Shane go on a date with Chloe. So episode six starts with Shane and Chloe's date. And I actually really think that they're cute together. Like I think that their personalities match each other really well. I was kind of surprised because I am not like a huge Shane fan and I, I do like Chloe. But when they were together, I really liked their vibe. Yeah, I can see that. They're cute together, but then I thought he talked awful awful to her. She just got so mad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you've been with her for two days. You know what I really didn't like? I really didn't like Bartise coupling up with Annette instead of Izzy. Well, he got his because she that sent him like, packing. That was like my least favorite part of this episode. And I didn't like how he talked to her either. I loved Izzy. She was like my favorite. So maybe I'm biased, but I hated that Bartice went and did that to Izzy and went with Ines instead. Last minute. I would have been shocked if I was Izzy. She had a total right to be. Yeah, she was cute. Her personality was really fun. Um, And then Francesca and D- Damien win this, win this compatibility challenge. And they try to throw everybody off by like Damien coming back alone but then it was a cliffhanger and um he of course Francesca's actually there she's not leaving Damien yet so 
then they decide to okay this is why i like francesca is because she's good tv and putting chloe on that date with mitchell was really good tv she's like the johnny bananas of netflix she's like the producer that's actually yeah i i definitely see that with her i do but that was that was the move, and I I was um, pretty here for it. And then, but I did not like her revenge of like, oh, okay, well, I wasn't gonna pick Will when I was with Dom because I respected Dom, but now I'm gonna bring his worst enemy into the villa, and I just I didn't like that. Just her attitude about it. So, what do you think about the Mitch Chloe saga? What do you think about her, about them, like, kind of rekindling? What do you think about her choosing him over Shane? All of it. Like, what What do you think about that? Well, I don't, I, I'm still not sure on exactly why they broke up. I mean, she alluded to the fact it's because he was a virgin and w was, had insecurities about her having been with other people. But, like, what was their... But then later on in, like, the next episode, we find out that he's just not, he doesn't want a relationship. I think that's yeah, probably see, I didn't know that yet. I just read that in your notes. I wasn't there yet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So they have this like sit down talk in the next episode, in episode eight. And so she decides what she's going to do is she's going to re recouple with, with Mitchell and she's going to, you know, see it out. And so Shane gets sent home and, and then her and, um, Mitchell end up winning the very next daily challenge. So when they win that daily challenge, um, wait, is this the next episode or is that the one after that? No, it's the next one. Okay. Cause we so just started seven. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so that's, we'll get there, I guess, but um, it's just, it's just a mess. But I, I think that she did the right thing by picking Mitchell and instead of Shane because if that chapter for life wasn't closed for her, it wasn't going to close by sending him home on, like, that episode. She needed more closure than that. Well, yeah, it obviously wasn't closed for her because she ends up keeping him. So they they recouple together and Carrie and Joey stay together Francesca and Damien stay together Dom and Georgia stay together but Inez went on a date with someone named Will who apparently everyone thinks is like this Greek god um, and she chose him instead of Bartise and Bartise is sent home so Shane and Bartise are sent home this episode Mm -hmm. And then we move on to the next compatibility challenge. And I thought this one was kind of interesting. It was cute or cringy. And he asked a question like, um, baby talk, is it cute or cringy? And they had a match answers. They both had to say the same, mm -hmm. which FYI, baby talk is cringy. So <laughs> I don't know who said cute, but I don't remember who said it. But um, so... Um, 
and as and will end up winning even though they had just been matched together the night before and so they go on their they go on their date um Francesca opens up to um Paris I keep calling her parasol um carousel and Joey basically she's not basically not into Damien anymore she's getting she's getting she, sick of him yeah she's like he's giving me the ick the ick I think we've all felt that before so I feel <laughs> around that but well and it's um, like how did you not know Damien was gonna start giving you the ick like he is ick, ick. <laughs> like he gave me the ick from the first time I saw him um so they go to the boardroom and I'm kind of surprised Will did not pick another girl. Um, but he picks Dom to team up with Diamond, which they had had an understanding that they were going to look out for each other. So the rival, I'm sure, will be back. And then Inez picks Abby for Francesca. Because if y'all have not watched, she's by mm-hmm. Francesca is. Obviously, Abby is too. Um, so yeah, she throws a little spin on it and picks a girl for, um, Francesca. I loved that for them personally. And one thing that I really loved about, so we went to, we get to episode, um, and when she, when we get to episode eight, it pretty much starts with the Francesca Abbey day. And one of the things that I absolutely loved about this was just how much she was absolutely fangirling over Fran- Francesca. It was adorable. And I don't know. I just, I thought it was cute. I liked them. And then Dom went on the date with Diamond and, um, I actually really liked Diamond, but I I commend Dom a lot for like all these people trying to break him and Georgia up and him just like being super honest with the girls, not leading them on at all and like telling it, them that he's with Georgia and like, that's it. But I also really liked that Dom wanted to be strategic about it and he like tells her like, this isn't fair to you that they keep putting me on these dates. They're just trying to break us up. But I'm going to try to win the next challenge. And when me and Georgia win the next challenge, then I'll tell me what your type is and I'll try to set you up on a date. But, like, go for – he t- tells her to, like, go for Damien for now. And I liked that a lot, too. Yeah. He just cares about everyone so much. He's so sweet. So this was really weird to me because – Nick Lachey tells us that, that there's six suites available, but all night everybody's freaking out about like, I might have to go home and you might have to go home. And Vanessa's like freaking out because she might have to go home. But if there's 12 people, then that means that no one's going home. I like don't get why that was like such a big deal. I haven't gotten to that part yet. Well, I don't think they're the, the sharpest people in the world. Yeah, that's true. So maybe they couldn't do the math. I guess. Or they, like, thought maybe somebody would, like, randomly walk in or something like that. I don't know, but it was weird. But when they finally get to the matching, um, recoupling, 
Dom asks Georgia to be his girlfriend. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So they're like a, a, a strong couple that I don't think now that he Georgia is his girlfriend that he'll say yes to a date. Um, so then we have the compa compatibility challenge and the next compatibility challenge, um, is like an obstacle course where they're blindfolded and the partner has to give them directions and Chloe and, and Mitchell end up winning. They have their dinner date. And this is where he tells her that he isn't looking for a relationship. And so she is upset. She thinks she made, made the wrong decision. She hopes that Shane's on the board so that she can pick him for the next date and that's when that's where we that's where we end then we have episode nine which i've watched the next four episodes have dropped but since neither of you have watched them we definitely don't have to talk about it did you did you watch them or you watched all four i watched one oh, okay yeah okay. we'll talk about yeah, I just... can, we, can we wait i want to be yeah. surprised yeah that's okay. fine if I can finish it I don't know I like had no like after I don't know I have no desire to finish it now but I do love Dom so I, I will I, maybe I'll finish it for him and I like Diamond too I think well, I, made, I made you relive it and now you, you realize <laughs> I think I, you just made me realize I'm like I only like the cast I don't like the premise of the show it's stupid so, <laughs> I don't know well most of the premises of dating shows are pretty stupid you don't watch love island either you I don't watch it but i don't really like it i don't yeah, know you don't watch are you the one i mean you're no. just not dating shows are just not your thing no i like more like strategy shows like i like traders i like big brother mm. the mole i love so i don't know i really like traders but i haven't watched the reunion yet i'm gonna try to watch it this weekend Everyone took everything so personally. There are so many heart hurt feelings. So you have to let me know. Well, which one of y'all want to give me your peacock passwords? I really want to watch it. Watch shows. Oh, I don't have peacock. It's Brent. Sorry. I was just gonna say my husband gets it through work, so I don't know. He might get in trouble if I share it. Well, yeah, no, obviously I don't want that. But um, how did you watch it, Christina? Friends. Oh, yeah. I wonder if my mom has Peacock. I would if it was mine, but it's it's not mine. I bet it'd be a quick watch, and she likes you know she does Survivor, Amazing Race. All she she does not do the dating shows, but you know she does like Survivor, Amazing Race, all that. So I bet she would. I bet she would like Traders. Maybe I can go over there and get her to watch it. Yeah, I bet. I bet she would, especially since you watch Survivor with her. I bet she would like it a lot. Um. Okay, so I think that we pretty much covered uh, pretty much everything that we've been watching. I also watched Are You the One uh, last week's, not this week's, and X on the Beach Couples. X on the Beach Couples is very slow. We have our two episodes in, and we don't get to our first, like, daily challenge thing until episode three, so I haven't even seen that yet. So I really don't even have an opinion on it yet, I feel like, because it's just been, like, introducing people for two episodes. Their their premiere should have been two hours long, and it, we probably wouldn't be having this problem, but they have, Is like, that on Paramount? Almost lost me. I don't know. 
It might Where just... are you watching it? MTV? On MTV, yeah. I didn't even realize that started or that that was even a show. Well, it's like, it's not like reality stars. It's just random couples that signed up for the show. And they, they casted it well, um, for sure. They casted it really well. There's some good personalities on there. But it's just a very slow start. It's, yeah, not much has happened. I don't have anything to say about it, really. Um, Are You the One I watched? And that episode was interesting because they brought Julia Ruth and Brendan back from the honeymoon suite. And basically their daily challenge was to catch up with Julia Ruth and Brendan. And so they got to choose the couple to go into the truth booth. And so based on like what everybody was telling them, and they actually found a perfect match by doing that. So that was good. So now we're up to two confirmed perfect matches out of 11. But we're on like week seven here, I think. And so they're <laughs> not doing good at all. And then so they, they okay, so I don't know. They're, they're, they're idiots. They really like, they do not know how to play this game. So you we say have- this every <laughs> Every week? Every week you're like, they did something dumb. This week, or this this season, I hate to say it, but they're missing a Devin. They don't have a mastermind who can do the math and, like, figure out who the matches are, and that's what they need. They, they need a Devin, and they don't have it this season. And so, like, literally, I mean, Julia Ruth and Brendan being removed from it and finding the one of the other perfect matches was, like, solid um, that like needed to happen but so basically these people are like okay yeah so we have only had the maximum number of beams that we've had is four beams so we're gonna like completely mix everybody around and like see if we can get more beams that way and it's like so stupid because they only left like maybe two of the couples the same from before so everyone is different and when they only get three beams, it's like, oh, I wonder why. You, like, literally, like, there there was zero strategy behind this. There was zero romantic connection behind this. You all like other people. And so you're not even p- picking the people that you like. You're not picking the people that you're, like, strategically maybe a match with. You're just picking random people. Like, no shit that there's three beams of light. Now, the only positive of them doing this, though is that because there were so few couples that were matched up again this week, there were only a few that were the same, and there were three beams, and we know that two of them are already confirmed perfect matches, so we know that very likely one of the repeat couples is probably matches. So it does give us a little bit of information, but the way that they went about doing it was like, they don't they don't have a Devin, they don't have an Amanda, they don't have a Tori, they don't have a Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's the one that figured it out for his season. Like they don't they need someone who's smart like that and they don't have it this season. I didn't know Derrick Henry is the one who figured it out. Wow. Well, their season actually lost, but <laughs> it's the only <laughs> to ever lose. But he figured it out, and he, like, told these girls, like, these are who your matches are, whatever. And then he got down to, like, two couples, and he's like, okay, like, this is either your match or this is your match. It's one of the two. 
And this chick was like, I don't believe you, basically. And she picked Anthony. I don't know if you watched. It's Shannon. Shannon and Anthony from Marie's on the beach. Yeah, Yeah, it was it was those two. And Shannon ends up picking Anthony anyways. And so there were two scenarios of like what they could have done. And if if she would have picked one of them on that matchup ceremony and instead of being stubborn, then the next one, she could have changed it to the other person and they would have won. But because she was stubborn week nine and still picked Anthony, even though everybody knew besides her that they weren't a ma- match, she fucked it up for everyone and they lost. But Derrick Henry's the one that figured it out. So they didn't win any money that season? Uh-uh. And that was Tori's season? No. That was the following season. Tori's season one. Then how'd she meet Derek? Um, Tori and Derek met on Are You the One Second Chances? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Ah, crazy. But yeah, Tori was like very jumping from guy to guy back then. So we'll just back leave it. Then. Uh, yeah. I mean, she met Derek. I guess I'll go into it. She met Derek at, um, at Second Chances, but during second chances, she rekindled with her perfect match and she started dating her perfect match after the show. But then she ended up cheating on him with his roommate, which was Mike. Mike from um, Amanda season, season three of Are You the One? And he went on to do The Real World. And so um, she ended up cheating on um, her perfect match. I can't remember his name. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I can picture his face, Morgan. She ended up cheating on Morgan with Mike. And then after she dated Mike, she started dating Derek. And then after Derek was Jordan and she became a little more stable after that. But yeah, she like had a phase where it was like really bad. Not flattering. Wow. But, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're just, yeah, but I see why they picked these people like Derek, Devin, Tori to be on the challenge because they're the people that helped them to win their seasons. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you two guys m- want to talk about? Talked about a lot. No, I'm in zombie mode right now. Yeah. All right. Well, then we can, I mean, anything exciting happened to you guys this week? Anything good exciting happened to you guys this week? I had some drama happen, but I don't, I'm not going to talk about that. I could talk about that all day and I'm not going to. <laughs> I would gloss over that for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I went to the Philly Challenge Mania event and it was actually really great. Um, there was no drama there. Surprisingly, every other fucking event I've been to, there's always like someone's mean to someone and the, like someone's in tears and the, and I don't mean with like the cast. I don't mean with like 
the podcast, all I mean is with the fans. There's always some <laughs> at every show I go to. So this one was light and drama free and everyone was really nice and really inclusive of everyone. And I was very proud of everyone. Oh, <laughs> people are growing up. What about yeah. Abby? No, I feel like I'm so boring. I did get a part-time job. That's exciting. Yeah, for like the middle of the day. Um, of course, y'all, y'all know that. But um, God, I'm trying to think what else. No, I can't wait to the day you ask and I have something like exciting to tell. <laughs> like when you go to Challenge Mania this summer. In Dallas. What? Yeah. When it, remind me, Abby, is it July? No, it's not till it's, I think it's August. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's right. Cause Seattle is July. Cause I wanted to go to Seattle, but I couldn't because it's. You're going to have so much fun. Like, I really, cause I've been to like several events. I feel like this Philly one was the, like, for the, this on stage show, it was like the most well done like they're I, they must be getting better and better every time because this was all of them have been good um but this one was probably the most well done it was like really re they really like did a great job with it i don't even know what to say um the questions they asked the interactions with the crowd it was really good that's awesome i'm so glad that you had such a good time um yeah my life has been really crazy i've had um i will we this they all gave notice, but this week I had like three different people leave at the same time. I have one person who was moving to Florida, another oh, person who um, was, uh, he's like trying to do the honorable thing and make it so that his, his girlfriend, his baby mama doesn't have to work and can stay home with the kid and they don't have to pay for daycare. So he got like a job as a truck driver at Lowe's and he's going to be working like 12 to 16 hour days and I don't know I feel like that's a really hard job and I don't know I I hope it works out for him honestly but I just um I know that those those jobs can be really hard and it takes a certain kind of person to be able to do them and I hope that you know he has it in him to to be able to support his family in the way that he wants to so I hope it works out but I I also know that it's a, it's a really hard job um, and then I had another person who just randomly quit, but she, she has, she has another full-time job. And it was one of those things where it was like, okay, well, like we knew she wouldn't be here forever anyway, but the timing just really sucks because these other two people are leaving at the same time. So that's, I've been working yeah, crazy out yeah so yeah so I've been working a lot a lot lately and I haven't had a whole lot of time to um to even Aww. like shows like I haven't even watched Survivor yet but I don't know it's okay it'll be fine but that's really all that's I mean besides like yeah the the drama that's gone on I, I I'm yeah I'm not going to talk about that but that's that's really been my, my life the last couple of weeks is really just working. We're so fun. 
I know. <laughs> I know. But one thing that it's fun that I'm doing this weekend is I'm going to be on um um Drew's YouTube channel. He's doing a trivia night on Saturday night at six o'clock central, seven eastern, and um I'm gonna be representing our podcast and I don't know. I mean, like, the challenge historian is one of the people that's there, so I feel like I'm going to do terrible, but hopefully I know some of the stuff. That'll be fun. Text us and let us know how it goes. Yeah, for sure. And it'll be, like, he'll have it live on on YouTube, too, so if you guys want to, like, pop in and watch, you can. Oh, yeah, send me the link. It's, yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw the post on twitter so i was like oh if i'm if i'm home in time I, i'm gonna watch that and i'd be really excited yeah so that Can should I be really fun. answers no that's cheating i don't want to do that that's yeah funny. i was gonna say if we were watching it like could we text her with yeah if, i probably won't know any of the answers because i don't remember anything but yeah that's probably but i mean she's I representing I mean, if you're us watching, yeah if you're watching <laughs> and i'm doing really bad then maybe that's a good idea <laughs> uh that's funny yeah no I'm definitely not an encyclopedia when it comes to this stuff but I do like it so hopefully I know some stuff yeah you'll do fine all right well thank you everyone for tuning in and we will see you soon